Aloha mai kako, aloha, welcome to Mana Bounds Podcast, powered by Pomahina Designs. It's me, Kanoi Lani Davis. And your girl, Kulani Jeremiah Wong. Aloha. Today's daily Mana Bomb is, you're not a backup plan, and certainly not second choice. So our focus is on self-worth. Self-worth alert! Ever heard of creatures of comfort, and why is it so hard to let go? So those are the things that we're going to start off with. I already see Kulani shaking her head. <laughs> on the other side. And so I'm kind of curious to hear what that's about. But I did want to share one of my stories, if you don't mind, something that I've gone through recently. I don't know if anybody in the audience is listening, has gone through a relationship where you've either been cheated on or lied to or felt like you were always on the back burner or even second choice or not even that. Maybe for some reason you felt or were the first choice, and there was a second choice somewhere else. And so I have never been through something like that throughout all of my relationships prior to. I always felt very respected and honored. My recent relationship to really feel that, and I'm actually grateful for it because without the good and the bad, we don't know where we need to move. Although those moments were very hard at that time, they really shaped who I became. And the reason for that was because I didn't allow it to take over my life. I didn't allow it to regulate who I was. As I had mentioned in our other podcast, I love to take fear and eat it up. That fear of feeling worthless, I took it, ate it up. Whatever was happening outside of me that I couldn't control, it didn't matter because I was able to focus on building myself, my inner self, my business, my family, my dreams, my visions. You would never know that during that time, those things were happening behind closed doors because I didn't want to put my focus in something that I could not control. And that meant I can't control anybody else. You can be a joker on your own and you think the joke's on me, but really the joke's on you. So enjoy being a joker. Because I'm over here doing my thing. When you're ready to come over here, come see me. Other than that, we're moving forward. And so it's not that easy for a lot of people. And we tend to stick to this idea of self-worth or not feeling valued, not having a voice, not being seen, not being loved, not being respected. I think majority of people feel in the need that they're missing. And a lot of times, instead of putting things in place that can elevate us or make us grow, we tend to go back to older things. And Kulani's right now making hand signals with a big hole and putting things in it. <laughs> if you're not watching the YouTube, that's what's happening right now. And I can see it because she knows exactly what we're talking about. We tend to what we call puka filling. Puka is whole. We tend to fill those holes. Instead of filling it with good things, we fill it with things that are not going to elevate us at all. It actually keeps us in the same pattern. And so I was able to fill that hole with things that were going to elevate me versus things that kept me in the same place. I was determined. I'll let Fulani elaborate on that because this is that creature of comfort that we talk about so much in our other podcasts. We are used to pain. We are okay with suffering. We only know that feeling because the feeling of happiness, empowerment, and greatness is something that seems so far away. 
that we don't deserve because somebody said we didn't deserve it. So that's why it's so hard to let go. So I kind of wanted to ask you, Kulani, have you ever experienced being the backup plan or second choice? Have you ever questioned your self-worth? Can you elaborate on your saying that you taught me? Creature of comfort. comfort. Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend who was in a relationship with someone that she found out after a year of him saying that he was legally separated, that he wasn't. He was indeed still married. And she asked him, why are you venturing out of your marriage? And he was like, I'm not happy. And her response was, nah, it's probably because you're in creature of comfort. You used to all the spaces that you're sitting in. You used to going home to your hale that you just so happen to share, even though it's a two-story house and you're in one you're on one floor and she's on the other and you have children. So you're co-parenting. And uh, it was amazing to listen to the mo'olelo and or the story. He told her, yeah, I guess I am a creature of comfort. And she told him, yeah, this is done. She decided that she wasn't going to be in that space. She felt like she wouldn't ever want to be the other woman. That was the creature of comfort space. Yes, people, that woman was me. After a year, it wasn't a dedicated relationship, just you and I would hang out and all of that. And yeah, bye. I was good. I was sad. In order to rectify the situation, I removed myself because I would never want to be that person being cheated on. And I cried for her to be in that space, knowing that this is happening to her. I cried about it. So creatures of comfort, they suck rocks. I have to say that was a commendable moment because we as women don't recognize how we actually tear each other down indirectly. When we do have that type of knowledge and we figure it out, it's easy to walk away. We cannot give the other person that pleasure. Right. Of being that because it doesn't do you good and it doesn't do her good. It doesn't do the kids good. It doesn't do everybody good. But that one person. So we don't recognize we as women can empower each other. We make mistakes. We sometimes we don't even know. Sometimes maybe we are even in denial of the situation because we have so much trust in the other person. But as soon as we find out, you know, we're out. I'm not going to be that person because I don't want to be on the other end. So that right there is enough self-worth to recognize no person is worth that. <laughs> yeah. She just threw uh-huh. up sign. <laughs> She did. That's Fulani, if you didn't know. I'm outies. She got two pieces of right. now. <laughs> so that's where I learned the creature of comfort. I learned that from her at that moment because she recognized it in that situation. I started to reflect on myself. What is it? Why is it? How come these things are happening? Oh, that's right. I'm a creature of comfort as well. All I know is pain. All I know is suffering. All I know is I'm not worth it. And then I went, nope. Two peace signs up in the air. I'm good. Moving on. Bye. Bye. Hashtag bye, boy. (laughs) Yeah. So that was that moment. So I'm curious, at what point in your life did you find yourself worth? Or what did you do to gain that value back? Or even start with that value? As I was thinking about our focus today, I remember an English class assignment I had in the ninth grade. It was like an introduction of yourself through poetry and prose. My favorite number is 13. So I made sure I had 13 lines. My first line to my poem was, I am strong and hard to please. Because those are the first two things that came up in my mind. Like, who are you, Kulani? At the time in high school, everyone called me May. And last name was Jeremiah. So my nickname in high school was Major. So one of the lines I had, I am Major. 
M-A-E-J-E-R. And then I would describe what I meant. It was really fun to think about myself and try and put myself into this poem. That line, I am strong and hard to please, was my first line and my last line. I knew that I was born of goodly parents. My foundation that I had from my family unit gave me the strength, so I was strong. And then I was hard to please because I needed to make sure that everything was up to par. I needed to make sure I focused. My mom said that if I wanted something, I needed to go to work. So I went to work so I could get what I wanted, the wants, the needs. I had it from my parents. So I learned to be a hard worker. I learned to go to work early. That was just me. So in a nutshell, I am strong and hard to please. Today, I am ever-changing would be my first line of my poll. So that I can say at the end of the day that my best was given. But for today, Kulani. <laughs> She's ever-changing. I think that's where I really uh, recognized when we were looking at self-worth that just knowing about who I was, being that creative person in high school helped me to recognize that my self-worth was great back then. I've had to focus a lot more now on self-care, not so much the self-love because I know I love myself. At the end of the night, I'm sleeping by myself. I know the self-love part. It's the self-care part that I have to remember now, right? Remember to, you know, wash your face, brush your teeth, put the oils, get all pretty so your 40 looks 30. Ooh, that rhyme. Get your pretty so your 40 looks 30. Just be grateful and thankful that my friends are around because when I need to be lifted or raised up, when I need to be reminded not to second guess myself, that's who I call. Who are you going to call? I call Kanoi. <laughs> yes. So yes, I am strong and hard to please, but today I am ever changing. What would be your first line in that poem if, if you are given that ha'avina, that assignment? And it had to start with, I am... Good question. Well, I am strong and independent. I think that one has been with me since I was very young. I too did that I am. And I still feel that way. But I have evolved. You know, I really softened. <laughs> and I've asked for help. And I'm a little bit more graceful in my strength and a little bit more tender with my independence. And those two things have helped me a lot. What is interesting, and I'm going to do a quick little plug here. Many don't know that I practice this thing called Ho'amana. And it's a revival of a practice that was done pre-contact, even a process that happens prior to Ho'oponopono. It was taught to me by my grandfather and that had revived last year. And I'm thinking it's because of what has happened in the world for me. So since then, I've been able to work with a few people one-on-one. -on -one. Our first assignment is I am. And they have to write down their I am. There's no negative and no positive because that's perspective. We just write a list. There's no pros and no cons because everything can be shifted. You can keep everything. We just got to shift the way it's used. In that process, I have them write I ams several times throughout our meetings. So their I am from the beginning could possibly be the same I am at the end, but their way of thinking just changed. So that I am, oh look, Kulani's showing her I am book. We all have one of those ever evolving. Kulani says, right? We can't yes. be hard as rock all the time. It's exhausting. Mm -hmm. Being able to shape, shape, evolve, it's part of our growing. That's how we get better and better. We start to customize our world to our need versus being somebody forced in somebody else's world. Another part of Ho'amana is entanglement, irony, and illusion. That's how we wake up. 
I get to reveal all of it. And people are like, whoa. And then, mm, yeah. And guess what? Those are the norms. To see it clearly is not the norm, but that's totally <laughs> up to you. Your I am is helpful. I just wanted to say, if you get a chance, listeners, take some time to write down your I am's. Be honest with yourself. That is absolutely the biggest thing. Yeah, I was over here writing like, what else would I write? My first thing I wrote, I am worthy. That's the first on my list. My second was, I'm strong and hard to please. I am Maori and Hawaiian. I am tired, but I'm moving today. I am the best version of me. One of the things too, in our Ho'amana sessions, sometimes it's good to even put our things that we look at as negative. I am a bitch. I get upset when I don't get my way or, you know, whatever, or I'm not grateful or I feel entitled and privileged, you know, whatever it is, those are good too. And that's why I said we don't put pros and cons because we can flip that. We can flip it. Those are all perspectives. You're just kind of acknowledging what's going on in your world, whether it be not good or bad, but it just is what's happening. And as a reason, but to look at focus and flip it all. As yeah. The oh, yeah. So the idea nice. of the I am is you're not affirming what you want to be or what you need to be or making a stance of who you are. The I am is completely, wholly, truly, unapologetically. This is me in a package. I'm going to be honest with you and I'm going to be honest with myself. What I've noticed is when they have written their I am, they do put pros and cons or they Maybe I tell them don't do that, but then they still find themselves separating it. Let's intertwine it because there's a reason for that. I find that people will put more quote unquote negative things than they will put positive things and will shift and will keep shifting. And really, this is mana shifting. Ho'a mana is like mana shifting. You get to the point of ho'a mana. So we take all the entanglement. We untangle every single knot. We spread it out. We take a look at it. And then we figure out how to use this rope that we are connected to our past, present, and future, figure out how to use it. It has a purpose, not just the, it's there. And I don't want to touch the knots because, you know, it takes so long to go knot. So that's what Ho'amana is. It's a long process. It's a deep one. Once you figure it out, it's well worth it. And so we hope that we can do more one-on-ones with people in the future. Also create teachers so that they can do this with others. Is there a way that our listeners are able to contact you if they're interested in uh, beginning on their Ho'amana journey? Yeah, if you are ready to start that journey, let me just put this out there. You're never ready. You just got to do it. Yes. But you can just message us at manabombspodcast at gmail.com and we can get a hold of you and you'll be able to work with not only me, with a group of people who can help you on this journey, uh, dependent upon what's needed. Oh, don't we have our first Mana Bombs virtual vision boards class coming up? We do. We have our vision and vibes, everybody. So this is a great way to start. Got to see the future. We got to have a vision. We got to have goals. Yeah, she's putting up her two muscles. She knows exactly what that's about because we have even created our own visions for Mana Bombs, just for Mana Bombs. So you imagine what we can do for our individual selves. If you're interested, please email us mana bombs with an s podcast at gmail.com was that correct did i even say yes that? i said yes. that so slow that i totally <laughs> <laughs> I was like, keep no, that in keep that in let me hold on one more time um if you're interested please email us at mana bombs with an s podcast at gmail.com january 17 2021 11 a.m hawaii standard time 
sign up today. Today is our last day. We only have a few spots left. Yes, it's coming really quick. It'll be on Sunday. Don't forget. With that being said, we're going to sign off. This is me, Kanoi Lani Davis on the island of Molokai. It's your girl, Kulani Jeremiah Wong, here on Oahu. Aloha. Aloha. Thank you, everyone, for spending some time with us today. Please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, and listen to what happens next. Aloha. Mm-hmm.